Party time. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show, Wednesday Hump Day, and we're about to get after it here. Of course, the puppet master, the perfectionist, Mark, is at the helm, driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity, and Super Chris Cruz, and let's love Brandon at the helm as well. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. I'm glad you guys are here. Uh, A lot of stuff going on. Apparently, Trump tried to take over the limousine. Did you hear about this, Chris? We're going to talk about this thing. I mean, Trump went from being like, you know, he's what, what do they call him on uh, on social media? T-Rump or Drump or whatever. And then they love to show the picture of him playing tennis with his gigantic ass. And he went from being this fat, morbid blob to being somebody that could take on the Secret Service and actually steal the limo. Um so you guys got to make up your mind. I mean, y'all keep going back and forth on this whole thing. There he is. But apparently the story goes on January 6th, when he heard about what was going on at the Capitol, Trump said, take me to the Capitol. The Secret Service said no. And he tried to take over and drive there himself. Play that clip. Related to him, we're not. We don't have the assets to do it. It's not secure. We're going back to the West Wing. The president had very strong, very angry response to that. Um, Tony described him as being irate. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm, (laughs) said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Engel. And when Mr. Renato had recounted this story to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles. (laughs) You got to watch those clavicles when Trump's around. He'll come get you. Uh, that, of course, Cassidy Hutchinson. Uh, Cassidy was a chief advisor to Mark Meadows. Now, <laughs> she's 25 years old, which means she was 23 at the time of this so-called event on January 6th, or the so-called insurrection uh, on January 6th. I'm sorry, Chad. Not just January 6th. The day democracy almost died. The day America was altered forever. How does one become a chief advisor to the chief advisor in the White House when they're 23 years old? I don't don't understand how this happens. Um, So forgive me if I find things to be a little bit suspect in this whole deal, uh, not the least of which... um, this whole testimony that Trump tried to take over, which but he was not in the limousine, my understanding, as I've read on this. Um, and by the way, the memes are fabulous that are coming out. Uh, but he was in an SUV, apparently, uh, instead of the limousine. So if it was a limousine, that could be kind of hard. But again, I just don't see the president taking over um, a Secret Service driven and controlled automobile. Oh, thank God for Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not taking, he he can't even drive a bike. 
much less take over the presidential limo. So uh, this is exciting stuff. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you guys are keeping up with this thing, but the whole is anybody even watching this hearing? I don't know that anybody is at this point. Um, but on more important subjects, um, there's now medical indoctrination going on on the part of Sesame Street. Now, I think that Elmo is a groomer, first of all. All right. I, I think. Say that again. His puppet master was a groomer. <laughs> well, that's true. So that's, that's true. So basically, they think that if they can make, get Elmo to do anything, then they're going to use that to indoctrinate your children. Well, now they have vaccination Elmo. Um, Babylon B actually predicted this coming a while back. Uh, they made a meme about this thing, and they did a tweet. Was that yesterday or the day before? Talking about. Uh, Elmo's now gotten his vaccination. So you kids, you guys can go do it. So apparently on Sesame Street, M is for myocarditis. Uh, <laughs> if we're keeping score on this thing, uh, the next book is going to be Elmo has a heart attack. So let's play it. Now Daddy has super duper bandages just like Elmo. <laughs> you were super duper today, getting your COVID vaccine, Elmo. Yeah, there was a little pinch, but it was okay. Elmo was really glad to have Daddy and Baby David there with him. Baby David, uh, where are you? I had a lot of questions about Elmo getting the COVID vaccine. Was it safe? Was it the right decision? I talked to our pediatrician so I could make the right choice. <laughs> I learned that Elmo getting vaccinated is the best way to keep himself, our friends, neighbors, and everyone else healthy and enjoying the things they love. That's right. Next season, Elmo's getting a vasectomy. Uh, so whatever Elmo does, folks, you guys are supposed to do it. I was actually just in the makeup room out, outside of the green rooms there and ran into Dr. Peter McCullough, and we talked about this. And, and he's, doing an, he's doing an interview with somebody named Sarah Gonzalez. I don't know. Um, it may be when they're done, I could steal him for 10 minutes, and who knows? I hate to promise and not be able to deliver, but uh, pretty interesting stuff going on in, uh, in the world of vaccinations, and, and thank God we have Elmo to help us do that. Going to go to a break, going to come back with a very special guest. Uh, Jackie Daly is going to join us, but before we do that, I want to ask you guys, did you know that three, uh, two out of three guys, two out of three guys experience hair loss before the age of 35. Uh, don't gamble with your hair, folks. Flip the odds in your favor. Save your hair with Keeps. Keeps is clinically proven, FDA-approved hair treatments available online. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take care of the hair you have, your Keeps physician will help you select the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. It's easy. No waiting rooms, no pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. That is half the cost. And if you've done any hair treatment, you know that stuff's expensive. Uh, if you have questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. So don't give in to the balding jokes. Join thousands of guys who have saved their hair. Visit Keeps.com slash loss for 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash loss. Keeps.com slash loss. We'll be right back. Welcome back. As promised, Jackie Daly, the host of Blaze, well, Blaze, I, I say Blaze TV, but your radio and podcast side of yes, everything. that's right. But 
the Jackie Daly Show. Correct. And I'm going to butcher this, okay? You went to Marshall. I did. You went to, I know you went to Vanderbilt Law School. Correct. Oxford. Well, yes, for during undergrad for part of it. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. And then you served in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Tell, me, tell me about that. So I was seven years on Capitol Hill, started with a congressman who became chairman of the Subcommittee on the Constitution, House side. Mm-hmm. So this is a subcommittee of judiciary. And so we had all the immigration, all the pro-life stuff, the religious freedom, anything First Amendment. Um, is Obamacare constitutional? Is waterboarding Khalid Sheikh Mohammed constitutional? If yes, for how long? You know, wow. all the fun questions. But you, you focused, and, and you talk about this a lot on your show, energy. Yes. We're in a crisis. Yes. How bad is it? Well, it's the good, uh, let me start with the good news. It's okay. entirely reversible. Mm. You know, we can be what we were two years ago if only the government would get the boot off the neck of U.S. oil and gas producers. I mean, we have the capacity to be the top producer on Earth, top refiner on Earth. Um, Actually, I'll even go further, top coal producer, top nuclear. We've got it all. The Mm. only thing that we don't have is good government. Mm. I mean, that is the issue. It's not the war in Ukraine. We can actually, we, we could be so much more than we are right now if Biden's 87 hostile policies were not in place. 87 policies. I've kept count. 87. And I mean, every week there's a new one. Wow. He just said last week, I'm doing everything I can to increase U.S. oil and gas production. I don't know what more he could do to restrict it. Mm. I really don't. And to aid and abet our competitors in OPEC, begging them to be, to to create more so we can buy more from them as opposed to helping ourselves. And his son is just the same. So the, the two very scandalous deals that Hunter Biden did in Ukraine and in China were energy deals. Mm. People gloss over that. He was helping, supposedly, um, advise our competitors on how to produce more oil and gas onto the world market, while at the same time his dad is choking off U.S. producers, their competitors. Okay, I'm pissed off. You should be. Now let's talk about this. Let's dig into this thing. So we're in Texas. Yes. Texas produces 39% of the nation's oil, roughly. 26% of the nation's marketable natural gas. We're the number two producer of lignite coal in the nation. We don't have great quality coal, but we got good coal. It burns. Yeah. It, it, we've got a lot of it. We're, the resources are under our feet. They're right here in the state of Texas. But I hear everybody saying, oh, the president doesn't have anything to do with gas prices. He doesn't have anything to do with. Again, it, my theory, or at least my logic tells me that if, if Vladimir Putin can control the gas prices, then certainly <laughs> Joe Biden should have a hand in it, too. Right. These are world leaders that we're that we're trying to blame. Am I wrong in thinking that this war on Ukraine is just blown way out of proportion in terms of how it's affecting not only inflation, but. I'm spending a lot of money at the fuel pump. Right. So, I mean, the war definitely factors in. I would say it's about half. Okay. Because if you look, I mean, historically, you only need to look back a year and you can see that we had massive inflation before the war ever started, before Putin ever began lining up his people at the border. So there's a lot more going on. And it's as simple as the president doesn't set the oil prices. That's for sure. Um, And we saw the G7. They're talking about let's put a cap on oil prices, which is laughable. And it proves that there's no one there who understands Mm. oil and gas pricing. I mean, OPEC is the cartel that controls by far like 90 percent of the world's reserves and 50 percent of our supply at any given moment. 
And then OPEC Plus, which includes Russia, which is one of the top three producers, has a lot more say. They will decide what the price is. And then secondarily, the U.S. being one of the top three produces according to the market. We're the only country where the government doesn't decide how much we produce. Private mm. sector decides. We, it is privately owned by millions of Americans and pension funds or, you know, we all have royalties if you're in the market, probably. Um, so Joe Biden doesn't tell U.S. oil and gas what they'll charge. But what he does do is put as much weight or drag on the line for American producers who, when we're the top producer, that really has an impact on the world's mm. supply and supply and demand makes the price. <clears throat> so much. Um, first of all, uh, you know, I hear people say, well, you know, again, the thing that gets my goat is this first thing he did was he shut down the pipelines, made it where refineries couldn't work or they're not working. Um, and, and it's not just, we can't just say, oh, well, just turn the spigot on. You can't yeah. do that because you got to rebuild. I mean, you, these pumps, they, they go bad. You got to, they, they decay. I mean, they, you can't just shut them down and just turn them right back on. It takes about six to nine months to get that process going again. And we're sitting here, you know, the American people are suffering. Um, but we see this, we see this problem where people go, oh, well, if, if we had the pipeline, they were just taking that from Canada down to, you know, the Gulf of Mexico and they were shipping it to other places. Well, it stands to reason if we benefit, benefit so much because of Russia's exports of oil, shouldn't we also benefit from our own exports of oil? Yes. As well. Am I thinking right on that? You are. It's a world marketplace. And so every barrel that goes on to the world market, wherever it comes from, uh, as long as it gets moved and it can only get moved with pipelines mm. uh, or secondarily, you can take Warren Buffett's train, which has about eight times the carbon footprint of a pipeline, <laughs> uh, or you can take trucks, which has many more times the carbon footprint of the train. Yeah. So pipelines are the greenest, simplest, safest way to move the resource. And yes, the more that goes online, the lower the price yeah. everywhere. We're, we're getting screwed. Yeah. I mean, we know that. And everybody wants to blame somebody. I know, again, I love to pick on Biden because he's the the book stops here guy, right? Um, and you, you talk about these 87 things that are there. And what, what happened? Why is it so bad to be America first? I mean, what is, why does that become just, if you say that, well, you must be one of those crazy white right-wing red hat-wearing insurrectionists. So I think it's because the, the upper crust the absolute top upper crust of America, the business class, um, really makes its money overseas or through trade. So mm. the labor is cheaper somewhere else. Maybe in the past, the energy was cheaper somewhere else. That's no longer true. Um, we're reshoring some jobs, actually, during the Trump administration. But the point is that um, for them, they might have their mines somewhere else. Maybe you can only mine certain things and raw materials somewhere else, such as the rare earth elements that you need to make wind and solar. They come out of places like the Congo and only slave laborers produce it. Mm. And the Chinese control the supply chain. Well, if people are making money on that, they don't want anything getting in the way of that very narrow supply. Um, so there are problems like this. And so basically, if you're getting in the way of their profiteering, uh, whatever the side effects might be, such as having a supply chain you can't rely on mm. in an emergency, they don't want to hear that. How much of this is being controlled, the narrative is being controlled by this green energy push? Oh, it's huge. 
I mean, essentially, trillions of dollars are being proposed to be moved from the pockets of taxpayers like you and me mm-hmm. into the green movement. And a lot of that is going, first and foremost, into the marketing. It's going into the messaging. It's going into the universities to produce the studies. There's a whole lot of convincing you that this is what we need to do as opposed to actually doing it. Yeah. So everyone's in line for that. And all of those people who are on the payroll, and that would be like most scientists are government funded. That's a major problem. Uh, wow. They're all going in one direction. Yeah. If you throw enough money at it, people can get excited about just about anything. So, and we can bitch about it all day long. And Lord knows, we, I make a living bitching about things. <laughs> um, what do we do? What's the solution here? Okay. Um, well, the, the solution right away for the United States is we have got to start simply Hitting reverse on the policies. As you say, even if we did this to put more oil and gas on the marketplace, it would take a long time. It can mm-hmm. take years before you know an um, oil company can scout out the area it wants to lease, get the leases, get the permits, get the money, the financing from Wall Street, and then start producing. This is a long time. But all it would take, literally, is a signal like the, the White House needs to stop signaling that we have put this industry in the crosshairs to kill it, mm. which is what he promised on the campaign trail to if he just run to the mic and say, starting today, I roll back every policy across the agencies that I've put in place to attack the industry. We're going to support them. Starting today, I promise you from now until the day I leave this office, my agencies are hands off on the antagonism. That alone would move money from Wall Street because right now, Wall Street says, you know what? Who wants to be the next to line up to be the next Keystone XL pipeline investor? Who wants to put in six years and $6 billion Mm. only to have the government pull the rug out from under you? So they're believing the government and saying, we can't put assets there because it's too dangerous. This is almost as bad as investing in Venezuela after they've nationalized Mm. The oil companies. Right. Why would you put money there if they're just going to take it from you? And it is a taking. Yeah. And then you see Saudi Arabia teaming up with Iran, and we're going to go down there and hat in hand, start begging Saudi Arabia. And that was the other thing. You know, it, Biden shuts down the pipelines. We get a, we get a hack, a Russian hack on one of the pipelines. And then he then he goes pouring more money and, and begging to OPEC, right? And turning the knob up there. It doesn't make any sense to me. Everything seems backwards at this point. I, it, and it is frustrating. And, you know, look, I, I, I live on the road. I tour. I do live shows. I, the bus is parked right now. We're, you know, I mean, it, everything is astronomical. It's through the roof. And people just can't afford to do anything no. anymore. Yeah. Right. Um, the Jackie Daly Show. Can you hang for a little while? Yes. Can you stay with me? I can. I, I, want, I want to hang out with you for a little while. But J-A-C-K-I. Correct. No E. Right. J-A-C-K-I. So if you're looking... Of course, you can look at, you know, Blaze Media, you can look at the podcast, look at radio. And but if you're looking up Jackie Daly, it's the Jackie Daly show. And you need to be listening because you're providing solutions and and giving some good stuff um, out there. So I'm, I'm thankful for the time that I've got with you. November, I mean, do we have a chance? I mean, I know it's not a presidential election, but can yeah. we put the right people in there to kind of do some of these things that you're saying? I think we have a very good chance of getting the House um, under Republican control, at least, which is good for energy. Sure. I mean, there's nothing more polarized than climate change. You might think it's the pro-life issue, racism, the border is actually climate change. So you tell me what you believe about climate change, and I know who you're voting for right. in the fall. So if we can just get one chamber of the legislature, just the House, we can stop 
the harmful parts of the Biden agenda, except that part which is inside the agencies, the regulatory yeah. part. I mean, that's that's more difficult to. See, see I think climate change. And we're going to go to a break here in a second, but I think climate. And we'll talk about this in the next segment. Um, I think climate change is the overarching religion of all of it. Yeah, I think that's everything. Everything else is under that umbrella. And it all feeds back into it. We saw that with the, with the Green New Deal and this. I mean, we, we laughed at the Green New Deal. We said, this is a joke. This is something that a fifth grader wrote with a crayon. Yeah. AOC is pushing it for crying out loud. But they're doing it. They're trying to implement this thing. It's and, the fastest way to take jurisdiction of the entire globe because it's a global problem, right? You can't solve it unless you have jurisdiction of everything and everyone. Right. And so conveniently, that's perfect for a central planner. It's the perfect issue. Uh, for those who want to consolidate power, whether it's communism or some other or theocracy or anything else, mm. this is your excuse. You forfeit your rights and your wealth, and we can solve it. You're so smart. <laughs> Bless you. I love it. <laughs> All right. Bio-optimizers. They've done it again. They've just released their new and improved formula for magnesium breakthrough. Uh, you know what? I discovered a while, a while back I wasn't taking enough magnesium. That's an important thing. The most powerful magnesium supplement on the market today. If you've never tried magnesium breakthrough before, now's the perfect time to try it. Here's why. Two very important reasons. First, magnesium is involved in 80% of the body's metabolic reactions. Second, 75% of people are not getting enough magnesium. My doctor told me recently, got to get magnesium. It's a much bigger problem than most people think because when you don't get enough magnesium, you're going to suffer from poor sleep, low energy, even higher stress levels. In every bottle of magnesium breakthrough, you're going to get seven unique forms of organic full-spectrum magnesium, which can dramatically improve your health. It can help you sleep longer and deeper. It reduces stress levels, help you feel calm, give you an abundant all-day energy to win at life. Everybody needs that. And because it supports mental wellness, magnesium breakthrough can help you to finally feel like yourself again. So simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you'll be amazed by the improvements in your mood and your energy levels. Trust me, I know this. For an exclusive offer uh, for you guys out there listening or watching, go to magbreakthrough.com com slash chad that's mag m-a-g breakthrough.com slash chad use promo code c-h-a-d i spell it chad during checkout to save 10 percent off of free and get free shipping again magbreakthrough.com slash chad then use promo code chad to save 10 percent get free shipping be right back Hey, everybody, welcome back. Let me take a minute in this part of the program to wax eloquent for a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, to paraphrase Bob Dylan, let me take you disappearing through the smoke rings of your mind. For a couple of minutes here, we're going to take a ride on the imagination train because it's time to do something we don't really much like to do, but which we occasionally must do. Today, we're going to try to step inside the mind of a leftist. That's right. In fact, not just one leftist, but a whole gaggle of them, an ass load, in fact, 0.50 Americas of them. And here's the difficult part. We're going to do it in good faith with good intention. So hang on to your vagina hats because it's about to get a little uncomfortable. You ready? Here we go. I want you to imagine with me for a moment that tomorrow it becomes legal in this country to kill clowns, circus clowns, birthday clowns, clowns stuffed into a tiny car, stripper clowns. Does it matter? They're all legal to kill. And hey, surely we can all agree that the world will be better off with fewer clowns in it, right? Now, you're technically not allowed to kill them if they're outside of their makeup, but we all know you can get that done in places like Chicago. Hey, we just keep it on the DL for now, but as long as that unlucky bastard's got a red nose and a big-ass water-spraying flower on his shirt and those huge shoes, he's fair game. Sounds silly, right? And it is. After all, beneath the pancake makeup and the wig is the actual human being, of course. And we know that killing him or her... Um, we don't want to be sexist here, would be murder. 
We know that for now, but imagine that even though this generation knows that clowns are actually human and doesn't actually doesn't usually kill them because it's wrong our children grow up with it being legal and then their children grow up with it being legal and you know say 50 years down the line when we finally get around to starting the process of banning the killing of clowns well now everybody just thinks of it as their right how dare anyone take away my right to kill a clown as absurd, absurd as that sounds it's absolutely not history has proven to us time and time again that this is how people think when slavery was abolished, by and large, the holdouts were people trying to protect what they believed to be their right to own human people as property. It didn't make them right. It doesn't make anyone, you know, thinking it's their right to kill a clown right either. And of course, it doesn't make the people desperately scrabbling just to hold on to the supposed right to kill children in the womb right either. But I want you to think deeply about this issue because right now is an incredibly fraught time. And if you don't think this country is capable of sinking into a second civil war over something something like this, well, you need to think again because we're being torn apart at the seams and the cheapest and easiest means of seeing it on display is on the social, social media landscape. We charge into that thing every day like a Tasmanian devil in a minefield. And so it's incredibly easy to simply think about, you know, just think the worst about everybody on the left because they embrace as an enshrined right something which more properly belongs in the bylaws of a death cult. And when it comes to the most radical subsection of the left, you'd be right to think so. These are people out there whose worldview is so astoundingly rooted in unadulterated evil that you cannot and will not reach them with logic or grace. Their internal narrative is entirely shut off from the rest of the world. In an ironic word, it is impregnable. <laughs> but consider everyone else on that side of the issue for a moment. Consider that they've been fed a story for 50 years, fed an idea that on its face even sounds noble. The left is excellent at marketing and they've packaged abortion as health care, as making the responsible choice, as doing what's right for you. They started by labeling what should properly be called infanticide or murder in this country as safe, legal and rare because that got their foot in the door. And the further they go, the more the marketing has changed from I can to I should and how far away are we from i must remember shout your abortion is just a stone's throw across a short creek from you must sacrifice your child for the good of the state we all need to be capable in the coming months and years of stepping into the headspace of those whose opinions we oppose it's not enough anymore to just tell some dope on facebook that he or she has their facts wrong the fight for life has literally just begun we're going to talk more about some policy decisions that I think need to be made, especially in red states, if we're ever going to beat this thing. But I'm going to save that for another day. For now, just understand this. We have got to be able to get into their headspace because at the end of the day, legislation alone isn't going to solve this and it isn't going to heal this country. We have to be able to win over hearts and minds, and you can't even begin to do that until you start seeing their point of view. So in short, it isn't just that you have to teach this generation not to kill clowns. It's that you have to reteach them why it's wrong in the first place, and you you only understand that if you understand how they see the clown. So, Jackie, Friday, we saw the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Turns the right back to the states. Yes. It's actually um, implementing the Tenth Amendment, which Americans really don't understand how that works at all. They're, right. they're used to the federal government controlling everything. Did you expect to see that overturned? I did. I absolutely have believed for at least 10 or 20 years mm. that we were going to see that day come, partially because the younger you are in this country, the more pro-life you are mm -hmm. as a general rule. And I think that's because my theory is that the um, younger generation get to know their younger siblings and younger cousins as ultrasound images first mm. that are celebrated. 
at a very early stage. And so we're just far more educated about what goes on inside the womb than the 1973 generation that gave us Roe in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean, those justices, one time I looked it up, on average, they completed their science uh, education in the 1930s or so, mm. those justices who were sitting on that court. So they didn't know anything. I mean, an ultrasound was not standard of care for a pregnant woman until the 80s. So no one even knew what that baby looked like. Yeah. No one heard the heartbeat. I mean, unless you were a doctor, an OB-GYN with a stethoscope. Yeah. So they're just working from what seemed to them to be, uh, I mean, it was a judicial activist decision. Obviously, it wasn't based in the law in the first place. Should never have been uh, made a federal issue right. because it's, it's actually a, a criminal law issue, and that's for the states by and large. You bring, you bring up a great point. I mean, everything, the gender reveal parties that people have now, the ultrasound pictures, you hang them on the refrigerator, you make copies, you send them to grandma and grandpa. Um, and I've seen that trend happen over the last 20 years. I mean, if, if a girl got pregnant in the 50s, 60s, you know, 70s, you got to get married. You got to get married, right? Yes. Um, and so that, that doesn't happen anymore. You see single girls choosing. And so we saw the, the abortion rate go from about 1.5 million a year down to about 700,000 a year in America, which I thought was a great trend. We were at least moving in the right direction. Do you think this is going to have the results that we think that it's going to have? That's an excellent question, because at the end of the day, I mean, first of all, I think most states are going to permit abortion. Mm -hmm. It's just going to have a lot of restrictions, reasonable restrictions that put us more in line with the rest of the world and and Europe. I mean, so waiting periods, informed consent. So you look at the ultrasound, you're told about the stage of development, parental consent if you're under a certain age. Things that are very reasonable, mm. and, and those will each be called a restriction by the, the pro-abortion side and, and hailed as some horrible infringement onto someone's rights. Mm. Um, but I think that, no, the, the first thing is people will be surprised with how much abortion we will still have, actually. Right. And so, um, and I keep, I keep telling people to brace for this. Yeah. What just happened was that the Supreme Court did not make abortion illegal at all. It just went back to the states. So you're somewhere between New York lighting up the city pink to celebrate infanticide versus, you know, Alabama, where maybe there's something very near to a full-on ban. Um, and, and to be clear, when I say ban, I don't mean, um, for example, where the the life of the mother is in danger. Right. Those are extremely rare circumstances. But even the Catholic Church would say you can't weigh life against life. Yeah. And by the way, babies are viable now at about 20 weeks or 21 weeks. Right. So wherever there's an abortion... Post 21 weeks, what's happened is the mother simply doesn't want the baby. Mm. If you have a, a situation where you have to end that pregnancy for the mother's health or for the baby's health, perhaps, the fastest way to do that, I used to be a medical malpractice defense lawyer for ob so I can tell you this, the fastest way is a stat C-section. You deliver the baby. The, the other side wants you to believe you only have two options, right? Stay pregnant and risk your health or your life or abort. It's not true. The third option is deliver. Mm. prematurely because the baby is viable outside the womb and it's a 10 to 20 minute c-section versus a late-term abortion takes two to four days yeah we did a story yesterday on the twin girls who are now three years old who hold the guinness record for being the earliest like they were 123 days early wow okay uh and they have some health issues some lung issues but they're beautiful little girls yeah you know uh and you hear people who'll say, well, are, are you fostering? 
I love when they ask me that because I'm like, yeah, actually I am. And I've also established a couple of orphanages around the world. And if you want to donate, match me dollar for dollar on what I do for children that are quote unquote unwanted. I I love that. And I had somebody who said yesterday on a comment on Facebook, they said, women are already dropping dead. And I said, no, they're not. (laughs) They're not. There's so much misinformation. And that's what I love you saying that because you're clearing that up. Yeah, and I mean, the, the safest thing for a woman, uh, I want to be say it differently, crystal clear. If she's post 20 weeks, the safest thing you can do to end that pregnancy fast, if you have to, and there are circumstances where you have to, is a C-section. It is not an abortion wow. for her and for the baby. There's two patients. You know what? If the baby's born and too young and too undeveloped, then the baby dies of natural causes. But the baby doesn't die from being dismembered alive with no anesthesia in its mother's womb. And by the way, babies do feel pain by at least 20 weeks, yeah. maybe more like 13. There's disagreement among we, experts. We played a, we played a minute-long clip of, of the silent scream. Yeah. Uh, and people, I was watching the comments during the episode. I think that was Monday. And people were like, stop this, stop this, stop this. We don't want to see this. We don't yeah. wanna, it's a powerful thing. Would you do me a favor um, and tell your husband that I love you? Um, <laughs> hey, Americans, hey, let's just keep it on the up and up. I love, I love Jackie. All right? Thank you. Uh, love you back. Love you back. <laughs> I'm feeling the love. Hey, Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. Our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values. Folks, we got to change this, and it, that change is going to start with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public Square, the largest network of patriotic, patriotic freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, coffee shops that took a stand against COVID mandates, a bank that would never cancel you for your political views, Public Square is your guide. I love them. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public Square app from the Apple App Store and Google Play, wherever you get it. Uh, create an account, begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today, Public Square. That's Public SQ, Public Square. Go get it. We'll be right back. Don't forget, folks, tune in. Jackie Daly Show, The Jackie Daly Show. That's J-A-C-K-I, Daly Show. Um, This segment, Jackie, we usually get some reaction stuff with some videos like TikTok and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But Chris told me during the break that Joe Biden is overseas and he's talking, which is scary. Oh, no. To me. Yes. Um, They should never let that man talk to anyone of import. It's better than Kamala. Remember the last time she went to Europe and she was in Poland and laughing and pointing at the Polish yeah. prime minister? About I'm going to defer to my... Yeah. A friend in need is a friend indeed, she said, about these refugees. Yeah. So he's better than she is. I'm reasonably certain that you will agree with me when I say they're both idiots. Man. You know, I, I, I try to be kind, but really, when you run for that job, yeah. you're, I mean, you know, you're asking for it. I, I mean, and, these people, they mocked... They mocked not only Trump, but George W. Bush on his oh, oratorical skills. Right. And these folks just have no clue what's no. going on, which I think Kamala's high 
honestly. I think she's on the, the green. And, and she just they just say, okay, focus on one word, just keep saying it over and over again. So but Joe said something. He this just he just happened basically at the time of this taping. Yep. He's in Spain. Yep. Give it to me. There's an old expression in a little town in Delaware called Claymont, Delaware, a little steel town. And they say, we're like poor relatives. We show up, we're invited, and we stay longer than we should. So be careful. We may not go back. So that's Joe saying he's not coming back to the U.S. because his poll numbers are so bad. Yeah, no, that'd be a dream come true. I hope he stays. I mean, why not? I mean, basically, he's on par with the Dixie Chicks at this point, right? Oh, that's right. Complaining about, I mean... I mean, Joe's now denouncing his American citizenship at, at this That's stage fine. in the game. That might be an amazing <laughs> development for us, right? I keep wanting to run Donald Trump for Speaker of the House. Mm. You know, he can run for Speaker. You don't right. have to be a member of Congress. Right. And so, you know, if we could get Joe to stay in Spain, can you do something with Kamala. I know the Dems want to offer. I know they want her out of here. Like, she's too much of a liability. Trump would be president. He yeah. would move up from the Speaker's uh, seat. I, I like the way you think. You know? I like the way you think. You know, um... Uh, I, I, there's crude things I could say and I won't do it in the presence of a lady but as we get to know one another better I'll yes. go off with some of those jokes but but Kamala I, I, I don't know if it's my age or what you know I'm, I'm turning 50 in a couple of months and it's like I'm starting to get a conscience at this point it's weird <laughs> I don't like this version of me I, it's, I'm starting to get a filter That's and I don't want one the age that it hits men I'm going to believe this yeah so, so we were talking about real quick I'm going to talk about this before we go to our TikTok segment you were t- talking about the break, and I always talk about this. My belly and stuff—that's estrogen. It's not a beer belly anymore. It's an estrogen belly. Okay. I, I got listen. I got a female. I got a couple of female dogs. I got three daughters. I got two ex-wives, which means I got two ex-mother-in-laws and a mother. I got so much estrogen in my life, but it's coming from that's everywhere. A lot of estrogen, yeah. And you're lathering up in it every day. I'm telling you, you are consuming thousands like of synthetic estrogens. Yeah. Everything. I mean, every time you touch your phone or wear polyester or, or plastics, vinyls, pharmaceuticals, they're all made of synthetic estrogens. The chemicals are synthetic estrogens, and you are being estrogenized, and we all are. Everyone is. That, that is sounds why. funny to say, but that's really happening. It is true, and so that is why the younger generations. I mean, I can tell by looking at these men that they are more effeminate than they the are. older generations because we have more and more and more chemicals. I mean, your great great grandmother never took in all of these amazing chemicals uh, that make our lives longer. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not being critical. Modern sanitation is built on chemicals and right. petrochemicals. You and I don't want to live a single day without chemicals. I'm just saying it's no one's job to police like the cumulative effects of all these chemicals onto people. And that's probably why we have infertility problems and weight gain and low testosterone and all the and voting, beta males and soy boys. Yes, they vote socialist because of this, I believe, is my theory. I'm just going to tell you the truth. And I can I can sniff out a <laughs> testosterone level from across the room. I can absolutely rank men um, from Where across the room. You're actually, you're actually pretty high. Am, I, I, am I putting out the vibe pretty that's strong? That's why, you know, you're so, you're so assured that you can actually claim you have this problem. Um, but yeah, yeah no, you're, you're, you're doing great. All right, good. You're holding steady. And it's not toxic either. <laughs> like I'll take I'll take a heavy dose of toxicity on the male side before I'll take the estrogen any day. Absolutely, a hundred percent. The truth is, women want it. Okay, like I mean, I I know I'm not the only one. We're dying <laughs> for some like testosterone leadership, and yeah. and I mean I I missed the '90s because there was more of it floating around in the air. I remember, I remember. Jackie needs to come on this show weekly. <laughs> okay. I'll keep you up to date on this, and I'm telling yeah. you, absolutely. You are providing real solutions. 
I, I'm going to take extra testosterone shots. I, I'm going to I'm going to supplement myself. To, to, I'm going to I may die of a heart attack, but by God, I will have more hair on my chest than ass. Yes. You know what? Yeah. Pumping yes. iron is is key to it too. You can actually yeah. raise your testosterone. Yeah. Yeah. By by just going to the gym yeah. or or whatever, just lifting weights. Yeah. Because supposedly the, the synthetic testosterone can can harm your ability to make your own. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if you can't make your own because you're inundated constantly. With these estrogens, you cannot flee. They're ubiquitous. They're everywhere. Yeah. We're inhaling them right now. Like the cleaners that are on the floor and the fumes that come off of them. We don't you're clean smelling synthetic estrogen. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe once you step in the hallway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's you can't get away from it. See, I've been telling... I'm always right. Now, you have a, you're not familiar enough with this show, but I'm prophetic. I mean, I'm always right. I tell people this stuff, Me and they're too. like, you're a conspiracy theorist. And I'm like, look, I'm only two weeks away from the reality. Okay, conspiracy theory is it just, it's the, it's the truth two weeks later. I saw a t-shirt that said, I need new conspiracy theories because all my old ones came true. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you the truth. I, I'm gonna, like you said a minute ago, I'm just telling you the truth. All right, so TikTok. Are you on TikTok? I am not. Okay, good. God bless you for not being on TikTok. I think I have to be. I don't know. I'm on it. I don't really put the stuff there. Other people do. Blaze is on TikTok. Blaze, yeah. And I, but I, they don't like me anywhere. So I think I've been stuck at 252,000 followers for a year now. And that hasn't changed. So that's nefarious. But Chris likes to surprise me with a TikTok. And I want you to do it now. I can't believe Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Yeah, but um, it wasn't banned or anything. It just means that the federal government gave the right to decide on the law back to the individual states. What am I supposed to do now? Well, birth control, condoms, and Plan B are all readily available at multiple different facilities and sometimes even for free. You don't understand. This is a war on women. Oh, I'm glad to see that you remember what a woman is. How can you be okay with the government just taking away our people's right to choose? Actually, by giving the power back to the states, it gives us, the people, more right to choose. But it's my body, so it's my choice. Oh, it's interesting you still feel that way after spending the last two and a half years trying to force vaccines and masks down everyone in this country's throats. That's different. You could kill a person. Oh, so they're only a person when they can catch COVID. Got it. I like that girl. I like that. We got to get her on the show. I mean, there's a lot of common sense right there. I enjoyed that. Yeah, she's great. And war on women. That is um, the refrain that the Democrats used in the 2012 election. Mm-hmm. And it, I suppose will be now 10 years later, the refrain for the 2022. But I don't see it really going anywhere for them. I don't do, think that wins the day at all. Do you remember when Mitt Romney talked about his binders yes. full of women? And binders they lost of women. their minds. Binders of women, yes. And, and now, recall. again, now they want to continue with this refrain about this thing. Uh, and, and then, I mean, forget the fact that you're, you know, let's say half the abortions that are happening are females, future Absolutely. women. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And you know what? There was an attempt to ban sex selection abortion in this country uh, that got 60% of the vote on the House floor, but still failed because of uh, procedural issues. But the Democrats were totally, I mean, 100% in favor of sex selection abortion remaining legal in this country. But, and, and, and like 90% of the time, it's used against girl, uh, female offspring. Yeah. So it really was revealing. I mean, our, our laws are even worse than China. China bans sex selection abortion. India bans it. Now they don't enforce these laws very well. But the point is like, 
we are the worst worldwide in abortion policy. It yeah. doesn't get any anywhere as bad as the U.S. And then the the beta males, the soy boys, the riri kids out there on social media keep talking about. I'm so sorry, ladies. I'm so sorry, ladies. Bro, you can be sorry as you want. She still didn't want to sleep with you. No. You know why? Because you don't have any testosterone. The bottom line. See how I brought that full circle? Yeah, you did. You're too loaded with estrogen. Stop eating the chicken, okay? It's got weird stuff in it. It does. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Listen, I'm telling you, we, we are in trouble as a nation. If And I think you'll agree with me on this. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But men have to be men again. Oh, man. And, and women have to be women again. I, it, this, this, this homogenized version of humanity that they're trying to create is going to be the literally the death of us all. I can't tell you how many like women have left their men because they weren't manly enough. I mean, I see people put things on Facebook, people I went to law school with. And it's like, you know, if there's a home invasion, do I hide under my covers? It's like, you're a grown man, okay? <laughs> if your girlfriend leaves you, it's over that post. That's right. right? Like, there is just no testosterone left. And women, <laughs> women would die for it. It's so rare now. You mm-hmm. can really go a long way just being a man. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I Listen, I'm single. I'm unvaccinated. I'm ready to get acclimated, okay? <laughs> I just want to let everybody know that this is pure blood right here. This is... Is it, we have, and you can go to uh, chadonblaze.com and actually use promo code CHAD10 and get your unvaccinated shirt, your plur, pure blood shirt, all that kind of stuff. We love it. So, um, yeah, 100%. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to wrap this thing up. Remember, the Jackie Daly Show. Don't miss it. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, don't forget to go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. It's also the most vain uh, URL, just watchchad. Uh, watchchad.com. I want you guys to uh, check out where we're going to be. Next week, we're going to be in Fort Smith, Arkansas at the Majestic Theater. Uh, coming back to Fort Smith, Arkansas, you can get your tickets at watchchad.com. The link is right there. And then, of course, we're going to be in Goliad, Texas, and uh, bouncing all over the place. Um, going to be back down in uh, Kima, Texas. You ever been to Kima? I have not. No, it's never heard of it. Yeah, it's down south of Houston. It's kind of right there on the coast. Okay, and fun little town. We go to a place called Jackie's Brick House. Really? Doesn't that, doesn't that sound <laughs> like a kind of place Brick you want to frequent? I like it. Yeah, there it is. But <laughs> the uh, Jackie's Brick House. Funny how that comes around. Um, <laughs> see, I got jokes. I just, Jackie didn't know me well enough at this point. But anyway, we're uh, watchchad.com. And uh, what we're doing now is because of Chris, I'm going to give Chris all the credit on this. People, every time on the live chat when we're doing this show, I see people saying, I can't believe the show is over that fast. Chris has added four minutes to the show. We don't know what to do with that much time. I mean, it's, it's fantastic, dude. I love it. So we did that. We listened. Those of you who are members of the Fact Pack, we listened to you. We're giving you more time, and we're thankful for you. Do not forget to go to blazetv.com slash chad and use promo code chad to sign up and save on an annual subscription so that you can get all of the programming that Blaze offers, but especially our overtime. We put it up every Friday. It's 20 minutes of my soliloquy and just just brain-exploding wisdom that you do not want to live without. And sometimes, I'm, I'm, sometimes, as I stated in the last segment, I'm right. I'm right about so many things. So many things. You'll learn this. You'll figure this out. Me too. I like how she kind of looks at me, me out of the side eye going, this guy's an idiot. No, not at all. No. 
You called yourself a prophet. I'm a prophetess. I say it all the time. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I, it's in the building. There's, you know, people always say they say, you know, on social media, you're, you're always stirring things up. You love to stir the pot. And it's like I just don't have a lot of gray areas, right? I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty black or white. I just don't have a lot of gray areas, and I really don't have a lot of filters. So that's good. Oh, it's great for yeah. It's great for TV. It yeah. is, and it's you know, Glenn told me, and we got to go. But Glenn told me years ago, Glenn Beck. He said, you got to make them feel it. You got to cry. You got to tell them the world's ending. You, you got to really get in there with them. I sometimes take that to an extreme. Glenn's good at it. He's a feeler. He's, yeah. He definitely is, 100%. The Jackie Daly Show, do not miss it. Will you please come back and hang of with course, us Of course, I'm right down the hall, so You're right you call me hall. anytime. And yes. I hate that it's taken us this long to get you on here. Don't forget, follow her on Twitter. We'll throw that lower third on there as well. And I just followed you, as a matter of fact. Thank today, you, sir. So thank you. Uh, we love y'all. God bless you. Thank you for being with us. And guess what? Tomorrow, Thursday, off the rails. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.